All right. Y'all ready for this? What's up, guys? Welcome to the first and last ever episode 16 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm Tim Geddes. We got the coolest dudes in video games reunited for the first time, and it feels. I shook him into another dimension. He was straight T Rex. Yeah, I liked that, man. That's just how cool you are, Colin Moriarty. Well, some might say that. Yeah, you were out in Iceland. I hear it's cold there. It's fucking frigid. Absolutely frigid. Yeah. As the name suggests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it really cold? Yeah, it was fucking freezing. It's hard. I thought, I thought it was the green one <laughs> there. I think it was bluffing. <laughs> I thought Greenland was... Greenland and Iceland are supposed to be backwards. Right? No, I... throw you off. I mean, Reykjavik, where I was, is the northernmost capital city in the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh... It shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time you walk outside. <laughs> <laughs> and then Greg Miller. Hey! Who must be happy, because the first time we've seen Colin in, like... Colin's back. It's good. A week and a half. I had to eat my yogurt and shame again today, this morning, and I was like, I remember this world. Yeah. I remember this day. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> With your fucking dirty ass, gross ass I, fucking yogurt. I do so much for you, and I don't get any credit. Unsung hero part two, Greg Miller. Part two. Unsung hero. Tim you can't do that. It's true. And last, we have Alfredo Diaz. Up, the beats? Alfredo plays on Twitter. Alfredo plays on Twitch. And he's been doing really well on Twitch. Yeah, just hit 500 subs. Yeah, we're on the golden nugget showers left sooner and right. than I predicted. Thank you, golden nugget showers. Lots of support 30, from the thing. Thirty thousand followers. 30, That's insane. A lot of support from the kind of funny family and community. Yeah. They're That's amazing. fantastic. So yeah, Best shout out are. to all y'all. Y'all doing God's work. Also, just so you know, I can't hear anything. So because uh, I have a head cold. Well, yeah. I'm getting over one. So if yeah. I'm like really low or really loud, I mean, it's just it is. What it, it just is. it is what it is. <clears throat> I like that. Is that a head cold song you're working on there? No, I was like head cold. I was like, that's the thing. All right, cool. Yeah, you ever heard that? No. You ever had a head cold before? No. Like where you all congested in your head and you can't hear? No. But what's the difference between that and just a cold? Head cold, you're super congested. That's like the defining factor. Cold, I feel like you have a sore throat, you're coughing, Mm. you're sneezing, whatever. Mm. Head cold, it's all up here. You you feel like somebody in like a NyQuil commercial. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Good. I know all about that. Guys, a lot of things have happened in the last couple of weeks in, in this world of video games. I don't have a segue from that. I was like, like I don't have a segue at, at all. But, uh, oh, hold on, know. Alfred. Uh, I'm sorry. Kevin's asking me to raise my antenna. Raise your mic a little bit. Oh, that makes no sense. Mm. I thought he was asking to masturbate. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's not. He's like, do you want Not now, <laughs> Kevin. Oh, shit. I forgot. About, I haven't even told you about the game I got for our Let's Play tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. This is face. great. You want to know just the, in the nut the, the nutshell recap here? Oh, the nutshell recap. Yeah, I it's a game. Give us the nutshell recap <laughs> where you succeed by giving cars uh, shifters hand jobs. Sounds thrilling. <laughs> You and I are going to play that one. I like that. We're going to play that one. We're going to be good. It's a Nick's computer game. good at sure. sex games. Yeah. No, he gets all uncomfortable. He, he gets can... really weird about Nick it. Nick talks a good talk about being all sexual and gross. But yeah, then you give him a game with two figures you bang together to make sex. And he's, he's like, like, I don't know. I don't like this. I'm uncomfortable. stuff on me. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Nick. I, I, although I did watch the How Do We Do It? Let's Play We Did, and I laughed a lot. You know things are good you when you watch shit that you do, and then you <laughs> laugh at it. That's my metric for success. Okay. Yeah. I want to then I, then by that metric I wasn't in it but I don't it, it's it's rare that I'm not in or around while you guys make a video right yeah. usually around I wasn't at the Guitar Hero event you boys ah. did a fantastic job I was a very Thank very fa- big fan of your let's play I, I I liked it too I feel like we did a good job of well first off I'm not modest at all when it comes to anything second off I think we did a good job <laughs> of like 
talking about all the new features yeah. and stuff in the game, but it was actually playing it and, and having fun. Playing. My concern yeah. was, like, I, when I started, I was like, are you guys just going to play and horse around? But, you know, you were actually explaining. They had given you, like, the the bullet points beforehand. Here's what's new about it, and you mm. told us all and showed it was us cool, what that meant. You know, I've been, we've both been at IGN long enough that we kind of know how the events work and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. So it's like, I know we're going to sit down, get the spiel, do all that stuff. But it was fun being able to say, like, fuck the corporate politics of, like, having to having to just fuck go him. through all of the... Well, this this is new, and then this is new, and then this is new. We just literally did a let's play. I don't think anyone else did a let's play. Yeah. Which we can see in the views and the reaction in the video. People really liked it, and it's like the most gameplay I think that anyone else a, has. It was like oh, a nice. great blend. It was like the scene from Ghost, but with a guitar. That's really it was what it really was. Hot. You know. So the guitar is taking the place of like the clay pop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't Me know if it was that was... or if it was taking the place of, of course, the bottle cap. When you're trying to move the bottle cap or the penny or whatever it was. No, no. And then everybody goes, get off my train. Because he's a ghost on the train. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Of course. But uh, but me and Alfredo had a lot of fun playing, and I think it comes across. And the one thing about the the game that I think is is really unfair is that it – it's really easy to judge just by watching it. Yeah. Playing it is a totally different experience. And, like, mm. that's not some bullshit. No, I'm just saying. Now, you are awesome because I didn't have a good segue. But then you just teed me up for the best segue ever. Because guess what, guys? Mm. First topic, music ga- music games oh. 2015. Mm-hmm. There's so many of them. How do we feel about There's this? There's two. Three. Because I count Amplitude. Yeah, Amplitude. I'm yeah, not not letting counts. that count. Although it shouldn't. Thank but you, you know for what? at least being there. Here's what I'll say about the music game. I didn't think they'd be back this quick. Mm. We had had discussions about this when we thought they were going to come back. When the rock band came back, we talked about it on Colin Greg Live and all these things. And it was just like, has enough time passed? And I was like, I don't think so. And then when like it was like rock bands out, and then guess what? There's going to be a guitar hero as well. That's when I was like, we're right back to square one. Everything's mm. fucked. It's going to explode. Everything's but fucked. after seeing Guitar Hero Live, I was like, oh. If Guitar Hero Live is different and Rock Band is the same, then finally there's parody. There's a reason to own both again. There's a reason for them both to be back at the same time. That's my that's my one thing. I was concerned about them flooding the market too soon. But based on what I saw of Guitar Hero, if Rock Band is just Rock Band, then it's like, oh, okay, maybe maybe this doesn't all blow up and kill everybody. Yeah. Now, my thing, I'm a huge music game fan. Like, all three of those games I'm super excited for. And I'm going to put a lot of time into, specifically compared to how much time I put into most video games. Like, I actually really invest in music games. I don't think we need this much. Well, sure. Like, that's it's. It worries me that there needs to be all of this, and it's like, I really wish that only one was coming back. Of course. Like, and you... it, the thing is, like, I don't know which one. Like, I, we haven't really seen too much Rock Band Four yet, Nothing so it's yet. like, but we can't really judge. But already, both of them have things that I really like about them, and both of them have things that I'm like, oh man, I wish you just changed this a little bit, or I wish that wasn't how it was. In my perfect world. It would be one of them, and it would just be a platform. It wouldn't be called Rock Band 4. It would just be called Rock Band. And forevermore, it's just adding on top of it. And right. that's it. How do you add on forever. top of it again? Huh? Show me how you add on top of it. You again. just you do this, and then you just push. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Very good. It's good. But see, I think something interesting that came across in your Let's Play when you were talking about it, right, is that Rock Band, and then and this is last-gen Rock Band, right, and then the final Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero. you were like, they were party games. They mm-hmm. had gone from arcade experiences to party games, and that was fine. Mainly Guitar <laughs> Hero on the transition. Rock Band was always a party game, right? And so I have a feeling that Guitar Hero Live, if it's going to succeed, is going to succeed with the people who, like, when it originally came out and Freddie Wong was super into it, right? People who want to play it to be challenged, to mm-hmm. do this, to play guitar. That's it. There's no bullshit in it. I, I turned it on. I was expecting when I sent you guys out, right? I, in my head, without getting anything from Activision, assumed it was going to be full band, the kind of funny team goes and plays all at once. And then when I clicked the video, I was like, they're just playing, oh, it's only guitar again, or so mm. it seems. You so far, I mean? at least. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were very, like, 
they made sure they didn't say it was just on, just guitar. We asked them, and they were like, "Well, for now, we'll we'll see." Yeah. yeah. So, but I can't imagine them adding other instruments. No. Like, right? Yeah, singing at the TV with people booing you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. like that it just doesn't make too much sense with the game that they've created because of how complicated the guitaring is. Right. And then what you're saying is like Guitar Hero 1 through 3 were very focused on guitar songs, like songs with crazy solos and the the challenge levels and all this stuff. And it was it had this nice curve of you knew what you were getting if you played any song on easy, medium, hard, or difficult. Yeah. Like the, the different button combinations, like if it was easy, it was just three. If it was medium, it was four. If it was um, above that, you're sliding and all yeah. that stuff. And it's like you knew that going into it, and every song was designed around at all moments in the song, you're doing something on the guitar. Yeah. And it's like even if the song has like a part that doesn't have a guitar, you're doing the synth part because it wouldn't be fun to not do that. You right. Know? But then once they switched to Rock Band, it was entirely a party experience. And like there was so many songs like Weezer, Say It Ain't So. How fun is that? on guitar yeah, it's not, not. not at all. Oh, fuck you it's a great it's so song more. yeah but it's just like you're just doing and even on expert it's like this isn't fun this is just the fun came doing. from playing with your friends exactly. and being an experience and building up your star party power thing. and all that stuff so when I was or saying overdrive. earlier earlier when I was like already I'm seeing things and I'm like oh why are you doing this it's like as much as this new Guitar Hero Live is what I always thought I wanted to come back from Guitar Hero it still is trying to be the party game and here's a perfect game for parties and it's just like can you not do that? Couldn't that be a lie, though? It seems like that could easily be a lie at what point they're saying right now, knowing that watching people play it, they're going to be hooked on the guitar again. And the, the cra- how crazy can you get with the six total buttons and one strum? Yeah, but I, I mean, just like that. a lot of... I was... Um, just just to put some some thought into that, I was like, I didn't really care for those games coming back. And then once that guitar was in my hand, I was like, oh, I do miss this. Like, I do want to play this again. And like, I don't know. I, I do I do see them kind of over flooding the market this year but and maybe it's just a personal thing like i did the whole rock band thing i don't want to buy a whole set again because i think i'm going to have a bunch of friends to play with all the time but that's not really how it goes <laughs> so i'm just gonna buy guitar hero and then just do that that was the thing i took away from that video is that that reminded me a lot of guitar hero 2 when i bought guitar hero 2 when i was living in micah's spare room and i just moved here and had a little crt and just sat there and played all by myself and I was fine with that you know what I mean whereas Rock Band is a commitment Rock Band buying the new Rock Band needs to be that Colin and I have agreed that we are playing Rock Band in the living room at least twice a week or something with the girls or whatever like we're getting use out of it so it isn't like when I bought DJ Hero and literally played it one night and never touched it again you know Mm -hmm. yeah DJ Hero was kind of whack though it was a great idea the song mashups are awesome the uh the thing I'm most fascinated about this these music games coming back is I I personally am very excited about it. What we have to remember about with Rock Band and Guitar Hero is that the games were never bad. It was just that we were we were tired of them. So the formula still works, and I think that you know you, you Greg was I think a little bit more surprised than of, the, of them coming back so soon, and that also that they would be available this year, um, and maybe thinking that, that more, more space needed to be had. But I, I don't agree. I'm actually like kind of excited to play them both, especially Rock Band. The more interesting thing is that. Two publishers, Activision and EA, have stumbled upon the same thing in the same year to bring back these franchises, which is not a coincidence, I don't think, because I don't think they knew what the other was doing. I think that they were reading probably similar research, market research, maybe using the same firms to discuss internally whether these games could come back and if they could be commercially viable and then struck at the same time. Um, I think it's good that they're both coming back at the same time because uh, the cream will rise to the top. Um, if one came back undisputed, I actually think it would be kind of lame because uh, the narrative in 2008, 2009 was both those games going up head to head for a couple of years and which one was better and which one people preferred. So I'm, I'm interested to see like how they how they 
they go against each other and mm-hmm. yeah. and how the market reacts. I think these games are going to do very well, and I think that the there's there's questions that need to be answered backwards compatibility. It's probably not going to be impossible with the new Guitar Hero, but with, but with Rock, well, with yeah, Rock Band, it, um, it should be. I hope hope it is. I think they said that it was. Someone, and it, it absolutely should be. Someone tweeted at us yesterday saying like, "Oh no, backwards compatibility is, is already a thing." I, I haven't heard that myself. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not up on it at all. But I'm busting I mean, out the phone. I'm going to look through the internet. But, like, that's going to be pretty important with Rock Band. And uh, I agree with you, games as a platform is kind of a smart idea, and not only with music games, but with lots of games we talked about with Call of Duty and Gran Turismo in the past. And it would be nice to do those kinds of things as well. Um, but a lot of people think that one is being reactionary to the other, and I think that's kind of a foolish thought because the licensing agreements that go into these games and all that kind of stuff take lots of time. Um, and lots of m- lawyer muscle and all that kind of stuff. So I just think it's a coincidence that they were both ready this year. And I, I'm I'm sure that EA wishes Activision wasn't going and Activision wishes EA wasn't going. But as a consumer, we will all win because they will both have to be better because mm-hmm. there will be competition on the market. You know, going back to it, like looking <clears throat> back at, you know, 2007 through 10 when these games were coming out and being a thing, was there a clear winner? Because I know that a lot of people yeah. look like somebody. I think Rock Band is the clear winner. I know that. Uh, like Mike Drucker yesterday tweeted, and he said that uh, um, Harmonix is to Pixar as Activision is to DreamWorks. Yeah. And it's just like, I get that as an overall statement, but it's like, the Guitar Hero games, did they... They how gave we... up the ground. Real quick, hold on. Before we jump, let me put a pin to finish. According to the Never Wrong Wikipedia, Harmonix also promised compatibility with the over 2,000 existing songs that were released as downloadable content for prior installments, along with the possibility of backwards compatibility with guitar and drum controllers designed for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions, although new PS4 and Xbox One-specific hardware is also in development. Yeah, the, the problem with the hardware is it's probably going to be easy for them to, to, to hard-code into the game, so it's going to be difficult for the consoles to deal with that hardware yeah you know what i mean so so now back to this question here's the problem in why rock band has looked to be the winner of that fight last time around x i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself in the analogy guitar hero gave up the ground they switched their model they changed to be a full band thing when they saw how successful rock band was if they would have said fuck it and stuck to being guitar hero and that's it then maybe there's you know well this is that and this but it's very similar to like with the playstation 4 xbox right Xbox is like, we're going to be always online. We're going to do all this stuff. Da-da. PlayStation 4, hey, what's up? We're not. We're 100 bucks cheaper in this. And Xbox immediately had to go, well, we take it all back. We understand you don't like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And that immediately puts that mark on you, right? Mm-hmm. That you're like, you're reactionary and you're not in it to win it. You didn't have you didn't have a vision. It seems like Harmonix has always had a vision for Rock Band, right? Mm-hmm. You talk to those guys, those developers. Now, granted, you're talking about Harmonix versus Activision, right? Where Activision is very much, we're Activision. Harmonix is able, even though they're published by someone, to get out in front and be like, we're the people behind this. We love music. Here's this. We're putting our developer or our staff's bands into the game. Is then like, we're going to have DLC every week. And like, they like showed all this TLC to that franchise. You know what I mean? And it does become one of those interesting things with it where since Guitar Hero was first and Rock Band was second, I think we get into that echo chamber a bit where I think to us, to inside the industry, rock band was what it was all about. We all loved rock band. I can't remember the number of IGN rock band parties we had, and that wasn't limited just to IGN. That was every other thing. But mainstream, I remember when my friend, she hit me up. She's like, hey, for my husband, he wants Guitar Hero, but should I buy him rock band? I had to explain Buy him what he wants. I know mainstream, I think Guitar Hero has more cachet than Rock Band, but Rock Band's the better game. Yeah. One of those kind of arguments, you know? It, it gets so interesting because, I mean, at the end of the day, Rock Band was Guitar Hero at one point. Like, one and two were made by, like, 
the lineage goes Guitar Hero 1, Guitar Hero 2, Rock Band, and that's where Harmonix went. And then Neversoft did Guitar Hero 3, and then I don't even know who the fuck made the rest of World them. World Tour. Uh, yeah, there was World Tour, The Legends of Warriors of yeah, Rock. Yeah. I don't even fucking know. Band Hero. Uh, there was, <clears throat> Band Hero had Taylor Swift in it. Yeah, that's true. And then there was like a million of the like random like Aerosmith. And right, uh, Beatles. Yeah. The eighties, Beatles, Beatles, Beatles was rock band. band. I apologize. You're so it's like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like Van Halen. We, we kind of get mm. the industry gets stuck. Oh, rock band's the winner. But I don't think it was that clear it in was. terms of you're wrong. But I mean, is you're wrong. you know the sales? Terms, Usually uh, I don't know. I don't know the sales numbers, but I mean, in terms of uh, quality, I think I think one was clearly the winner. <clears throat> the bigger, the bigger thing with guitar. See, I don't know that about I, that with quality though. I mean, I, quality. I they were I mean, both. In my like, mind, I do. Like, I think, I think that the. Harmonics is the developer that pioneered that space. They went in a different direction and made it applicable to, you know, to rhythm in addition to <coughs> treble. So, um, you know, so I think that that was a revolution that they patted down and did first. And I think that it, it worked out pretty nicely for them. I mean, it, I was not interested at all in Guitar Hero after Rock Band came out. And we played a lot of them. I mean, what a lot of people don't know or don't remember if they weren't longtime IGN readers. And, and Greg and I were, were there when it was happening, but even before us, is that oh, yeah. Guitar Hero largely succeeded because IGN like loved that game and, and they, and, and, they and, yeah. beat the drum hardcore for the original <laughs> it, guitar it was like, talent is cave <clears throat> and everybody out there rocking yeah a lot of people like don't know that that guitar hero was somewhat under the radar until like it found evangelists in the media that really liked it and talked a lot about it and wrote a lot about it and and so guitar hero did really well um and uh so that like I, I think that you have to follow like the, the the core lineage like you were talking about about who was making these games and I think that you know, Rock Band stole the thunder in my in my personal circles of friends. I mean, that was the same thing. You yeah. know, because you also invested in these instruments and stuff like that, and so you have to go. You know, some of them are you know cross compatible, I guess, but ultimately, like you had to kind of go where you were spending your money as well. Mm-hmm. And these were such investments. The bigger thing is that if there is if there is backwards compatibility with the new Rock Band, and I, I'm not confident there will be because I don't think it's going to work. Um, is that you can go to your you know your local Goodwill or whatever and just pick that shit up for yeah. real cheap right now. Like the minute that's announced. You know, like you make, make a be. move, making bank right off them three ninety nine guitars. I just remember Rock Band kind of just doing their thing, and then I I fell off into that boat because Guitar Hero was doing like Van Halen and like some other weird stuff, and I was like, these are, I mean, like Van Halen's awesome. I was like, I respect, but I mean, yeah, it's stuff that our generation, band, but didn't like stuff that our generation wouldn't really cling on to. It wasn't Taylor Swift. That's yeah. what Van Halen yeah. Yeah, did it mean? for us. So that's how I remember. I don't know. For me, I was like, yeah, Rock Band was the way to go. Yeah, I don't know. See, it's it's really interesting to me because I get all of that, and it makes sense because yeah, when you invest in Rock Band, you're just going to keep going that path. And it's like then when a year, I think it, it might have been two years later that Guitar Hero decided they're going to add their whole band and whatever. It's like everyone's like, well, I'm not. I already have this, yep. and I already don't use it, so I'm not <laughs> going to get that. So it kind of had a bad taste. But when you played the games, they were great games. Like if you're going to review the games, I don't think that Rock Band was better than Guitar Hero even like when it was the full band setup or whatever and like the drum set was awesome with the I don't remember if it was four or five it had more than the other one yeah like three toms or two toms two cymbals and it was cool yeah. like it, it and 311 was was guitar here but the the uh, yeah I think lar- largely the performance on them were equal because I mean we used to play them all the time at IGN um, in the old demo room in the old office but uh, I think a lot of it has to do with like the songs that you prefer to, and there, there was cross pollination, but not necessarily. So I mean, it's like about the yeah, it was, it's an expensive game. It's a fucking it is an investment. If you spent a hundred dollars on DLC on Rock Band, you're not going to suddenly go play Guitar Hero. So it did kind mm-hmm. of send you into a certain niche. Yeah. Now that I know Rock Band songs will work with, and I don't know how they licensed that out, but they, they figured it out. The 
rock band, old rock band songs will work with the new rock band. I mean, that's fucking huge. You know, yeah, like, I mean, that that, is, I mean that's yeah. like, that's like pretty much sold me on rock band already. See, mm-hmm. that fucks me over though because I want to play on PlayStation Four, but I played on three sixty last oh. gen, so now I have all I have this giant library of three sixty music. Maybe I can somehow redeem that. Eric Pope, get on that. Figure out how to make that happen. That'd be nice. I, I don't think that's beyond the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. I have hundreds of songs for rock band. I think it's pretty much going to push me there into that. To that well, song. I mean, now it does not even question though, like because Guitar Hero is different. Yeah, that's the other it's thing too. Is that Guitar Hero is not yeah. is not what I, I mean. It looks cool. It's not what I want to play. Mm-hmm. I like you know I, I what I hope with Rock Band like when they really flesh it out. And I've talked about this before. Like I'm a musician and I like playing these instruments and I think it's fun. I think playing drums on these on these songs on Expert is largely indicative of the way you would really play a song with on not, you know obviously not a real kit. The thing that used to bum me out is bass because bass is really fun to play and I felt like it was kind of an afterthought. Um, like I play bass and I and and I think it's a really fun instrument. I'd like for them to make a different bass module, like a different instrument that like is... a different guitar? Yeah, like that has maybe a fewer fewer frets and something that you would pick instead of... Well, like you could pick or you could like, mm-hmm. you know, or you can, um, uh, you know, just play just play it differently. Just yeah. make it different uh, as opposed to like, oh, who wants to play bass now? And it was always like the thing yeah. no one wanted to play. And I'm That's like, why the bass I played is, it. And I'm like, the bass is fun. Like bass, like there's fucking like... Oh, I was listening to Space Hog in the meanwhile. You know, that song in the meantime or in the meanwhile, whatever that mid-90s song. You have to give me a few bars. Um, uh, I can't even sing right now. I'll bring it up on. I know. Here, so but... It's funny. Sometimes in your conversation here, you you talk like you're at a wake. It's, it's great. really it's really <laughs> awesome. Sorry, I can't. I, I can't tell you. It's I, really sad. About I can't hear myself, <laughs> and my throat hurts. Uh, but there's like awesome bass lines, and I don't feel like they ex- explored the rhythm as much as they could have, considering uh, you know the implementation of bass because drums did it so nicely. Um, and, bass sounded like because was... it was it was just like it was a stepchild, the guitar, and so I could play bass on hard. Be like, yeah. yeah, I'm doing something. On it was hard. always just like who who wasn't good at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was listening to the song. I was like, this would have been great. You know, it's like a great song and like mm-hmm. fucking awesome little walking bass line in there. So I, I I would just love for them to. Yeah, I always jumped on the bass because I'm like it's fun, but it didn't do anything to differentiate itself from a guitar sure, because sure. everyone thinks guitar is such a fucking dominant instrument for whatever reason. So like, um, it would have been cool to to have that, and I hope that they do that. That was like one of the big problems with both of those games. Back My biggest problem was that the Rock Band guitar sucked ass. Yeah, I mean that you mentioned it when we got away from it was the, the equipment quality or whatever. Yeah, a thousand percent. I will give you the grant. I will totally tell you that. Yeah, Activision had it fucking down in a guitar. Those Rock Band guitars were garbage. They were fucking garbage, and like I don't know why they switched to the like it's like a flicker thing instead of like a. There used yeah, to be way would, way more the like didn't really click the whole it. It the first kind of yeah, it was all it was mush the, the buttons were mush and this yeah this strum was mush you no, could use the shit. guitars on the other game though. right yeah mm-hmm. so that and was, that's what I that, that's like, what we're yeah, talking that, about yeah. how much we love the other one I forget which one it was I guess it must have been that first gen Rock Band one versus Guitar Hero three where I bought Guitar Hero three just for the guitar well yeah the Guitar Hero three the the um, Guns and Roses whatever one that was Guitar Hero three right yeah where had the Guns and Roses guitar. I, don't, I remember it that being was the, the best and, guitar. It was the period. black guitar, and it was it was the first, the first wireless, wireless one. Yeah, 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 that was the fucking best. Well, the first wireless for all of them. There was a wireless one on a <coughs> Xbox. Right? Shut up. Three sixty for Guitar Hero Two. No one likes you. Yeah. Xbox. Pretty sure. Anyways, all right. I'm excited for fucking. All I mean, we can all agree the the most the best rock band was Rock Band th- DS. With your little accordion, <laughs> guitar hero. Yes, that wasn't yeah. a rock band. I don't give a shit which awful. one it was. I'm just making fun of your vast library. Well, I, this no shit. Library. I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that guitar hero <laughs> DS game. It was great. You must it have been was, a cool kid. I was. Strumming. Strumming my Me shit. and Craig Harris were doing the same thing. Good. Worry. It was fun. What up, Craig really Harris? Fun. Rest in peace. All right, guys. Craig Harris. Second topic: Smash Bros. DLC. Boop, boop. 
So Mewtwo, people are getting him today, as of the day of we're recording this. You see, mm. but you're indignant about it because they're not getting him for the right reason. What's happening? It's like YouTubers no, are getting, they're getting him. Or? People are getting him for the right reason. I just fucked up, as people know out there, because I've talked about this before. <sighs> if you wanted Mewtwo, you had to like register your your Wii U and your 3DS codes, and you get him a, like a week early or whatever, and then otherwise we have to buy him next week or in okay. two weeks. Okay. I never thought that they would have given him early. And, like, I forgot. It was like, oh, the last day to register is tomorrow. And I was like, oh, that co- I would have to go home, get my two coffees, do all this. I was like, I don't want to do any of that. So I was like, I'll just buy it for $5 when it comes out. And then it comes out later. I'm like, oh, well, I made a bad mistake. I screwed up. So I don't got Mewtwo. I don't really care about Mewtwo, though. I didn't really use him in Melee at all. But I want new Smash Bros. characters. Gives sure. me an excuse to play again. Forces us to play again, and I like that. Yeah. You can um, vote for what character you want, right? Is yeah. That what's going on? So... They announced Mewtwo way back in the day, like before the game came out. Then recently, they announced Lucas is going to be the next character coming in June, coming back from Brawl. And now there's this thing with like, oh, yeah, for the next characters, we're going to let you vote for whatever character you want. And originally, people were like, oh, just Nintendo characters. And then Nintendo was like, no, any game character, whoever the hell you want, vote for it. And the what's interesting to me is the voting is open until October. That's a long ass time. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're getting a lot of data here. That's interesting to me because it's like, why? Why wait that long? Like, why wouldn't they just, you know, put out something a little earlier than that? Because if Mewtwo is in April, Lucas is July. I mean, I guess October is the next thing, but then that wouldn't make sense. They will be making all these. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably be like, it's not like it's that easy. Sorry. There's probably other characters, too. Yeah, that's true too. Mm. But yeah, so I mean, like, it's not a public-facing vote, right? Like, you you cast your ballot, and I never know, and it just goes out. Yeah, out of there. They no, probably have they, the agreements locked up already. Exactly. You as all far voted as for tails. Yeah, here he is. Here's tails. <laughs> but like, that's that's what I think. It's like I don't think that they're actually even looking at the votes because they're just like doing this to cause people to talk about it. Yeah. And oh my god, are people talking about it? Like, yeah. it's one of the top NeoGAF threads every day is talking about what Smash Bros. character do you want? And, like, we get tweets all the time. What characters do you want? Who are you voting for? Help petition to get this character in and all this stuff. I'm like, holy crap, people are taking this really seriously. Yeah. Which is cool. People care about Smash Bros. I yeah, I've noticed. Um, so my question to you guys is, what characters do you want in? Which characters do you not want in? And who do you think will get in? I, mean, I think I w- you have a lot of insight into this. I, mean, I wish that they would remove half the fucking characters already in the game. But, in- like, but the the problem with this, with the with the the roster as it is is there's just a lot of just these fucking like it's like well, all these fire emblem characters okay it's like who the fuck are any of these people like i'm like like they're all the same you know what i mean it's just like dude with cloak and sword it's like oh yeah. that's fascinating so there's there's uh, another thing that I, I forgot to say uh there was another rumor that dropped a couple days ago since because the mewtwo uh dlc is coming there's a patch that was released for smash bros People got in, kind of hacked all the info, and found a bunch of shit. Hacked the planet. Yeah. And, like, you know, people do this all the time when games come out, specifically for fighting games and games that kind of, like, That's how secrets. every PlayStation All-Stars game character came out. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That was that, the best. That type of it shit. It was all in there. I was like, oh, God. And, um, you know, back in the day, Brawl was hacked, and people found that there was, um, or Melee was hacked originally, and we saw that there was, like, day-to-day, like, files in there <laughs> And then Brawl was hacked later. And it was found that there was a Dixie Kong and um, Mewtwo and one other character. And then now that it's happening here, there was this rumor that uh, Ryu from Street Fighter and Roy from Fire Emblem. Go to Roy. Let's get Roy back in there. <laughs> Roy's our boy, Indistinguishable Fire Emblem character number seven. <laughs> who, uh, <laughs> who he was in Melee. 
<laughs> would come back. And then those rumors have essentially been like squashed and just they're total bullshit. Yeah, if Roy ever came comes back to a Smash Bros. game, I'm going to be shot. He was my main in Melee, and I fucking loved him. But yeah, if he came back, that would make no sense. Because then there'd be three of the exact same characters. It's too much, man. There's just, and, and, and I just... I respect Fire Emblem. I think it's fine. I, I just don't understand like why they, these... It just seems a little uninspired. I feel like this roster, for as big as it is, is a little bit boring. And I think that it would be cool for them to start really chasing some more third parties. But I also think that there there are first-party characters that, that could be in the game that aren't. I mean, I'm really still confused why Ice Climbers aren't in the game. And I and I would like, you know, Ice Climbers were my main, and I, and, I, and I enjoyed playing as them, and it's a little... I know why, like, they couldn't make them work on 3DS and stuff like that. It's like... Which is so funny, and 3DS is, like, so underpowered that it can't use the Ice Climbers. I was like, all right, that's an interesting... Uh, issue to to run into, but but the character that I've wanted for a long time that I talked about is that I think Doctor Wily would have been a cool character, and this is and this is before even Mega Man was in the new one. Um, when I played uh, Brawl and uh, Pokemon Trainer was in it, I was like, this would be an awesome way to do Doctor Wily um, to keep him in the background, and then he like summoned Robot Masters to fight for him. I think would be really cool. Um, so that's one of them, and and I I. I I like the more like like when Snake was in it. It's like cool to have a more serious character. I don't, I wouldn't want a character like Ryu in there or whatever. I would like to keep it as cartoonish as possible, unless it's in the Nintendo universe. Then you can have you know Captain Falcon or whatever like more humanoid characters. But I can go on and on about the characters that I actually want in the game. Um, Simon Belmont. Yeah, Simon Belmont would be would be extraordinarily awesome. Or Alucard or Dracula or whoever. Um, if you want to get like really nerdy, you can get Sypha in there, another more obscure Castlevania character. But that would be pretty cool. Um, and, uh, I mean, when you when you explore, like, the first parties or the first party kind of content, um, they've done a nice job of exploring, like, getting the villager in there or even, like, Wii Sports Trainer or whatever. But I, I, I do wonder, like, there's no, no one from Star Tropics in there, for instance. Or, like, they, like, they can go deeper and, and, and deeper, and, I, and I, I would like for them to do that. Um, I don't know. But the roster's already very big. But I wish that they would give a thing, like, which characters don't you want? And then they just take like five of them out. You're like, so funny. You're like the only person <laughs> you can't in the play. You can't play that anymore. No, I want. I would. I would love for them replace, to replace. Who do you want replaced? Like, like here's. I was. I was actually thinking about this the other day. I've since it came to Wii U and 3DS. I've not seen one single solitary fucking person play as one character. And if you can tell me who that character is, I'll be. I'll be impressed because I don't even think about him. And it says. And it says everything. Why is Olimar in this game? No one. Plays him. No one. People I have not seen any fucking person with any of the people we've ever played. No, with. we don't. Yeah, we just don't play as him. Boring. He's, he's difficult. And I to watch use. videos too, and I don't. And I, I have seen people use him effectively, but I'm like, this guy. Like, come on, man. Like, get hate, it, right Get him now. out of there. It's just I don't get know. him out of oh, there. So, get him out of there. <laughs> that's so funny. The Fire Emblem thing is weird. Like, I can't believe there's that many characters in it, but the, it all comes down to Sakurai. He's a big fan of Fire Emblem, so he wanted to, like, support it and, like, stuff. Like, in a lot of ways, Smash Bros. made Fire Emblem in America. Like, I wonder if the franchise would have ever even come here if it wasn't for Well, it, 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 it made a lot of curiosity. I mean, that's the brilliance of, of the marketing angle of Smash Brothers generally is just, you know, people are exposed to this game, don't know who these characters are if they're not as in, in, into it as we are, and then they, and they go and explore so it is a nice way to do it, but they didn't have to do it with like all these characters. It's like just doing one There's or two only... characters and being like, here's, you know, not, I don't need the entire fucking cast of every Fire Emblem game. In <laughs> that's the, in true. The, in, in Smash there's Smash only Brothers. one Fire Emblem character that didn't need to be there, and that's Lucina. Because her and Marth are identical, and she could have just been a costume alt, especially because they do costume alts in this game. So that never made sense to me. But besides that, Lucina, Ike, Robin are different ass characters. I'm not saying they're, they're not different. I'm just saying that they are. They all come from the same universe, and they're just cloaked people with, uh, you know, that are boring. 
I don't know. I like them. I think they're pretty. It's cool. such a cartoonish oh, game. Mm-hmm. They, I think they, they those characters stand out as like being totally sterile and boring. Like, and I'm not talking about the way they play or anything. Like that. I'm just saying that like King Day Today is like a funny fucking character. You know, like the Shulk makes a lot of sense in this game. I think that's a really brilliant move. To How put does him Shulk in. make more sense than the Fire Emblem guys? Because Shulk is from a new game that they want to. They want to, to. To we were just talking about it. They they want to advertise, and I think that's a great. I, I, when I found out he was in the game, I was like, that's awesome. Like they they. That's a great idea, you know? So get another Xenoblade character in there or something like mm-hmm. that as opposed to all these Fire Emblem dudes. It is just funny. I mean, the game is also made for, you know, Japanese audience as well, so we have to keep that in mind. Yeah, um, and speaking of uh, another Xenoblade character and um, Dr. Wily and stuff, they did also, with the Mewtwo update, you can have different Mii Fighter costumes and outfits and shit, and uh, one of them's Proto Man, one of them's Mega Man X, and uh, one of them is another Xenoblade character. That's all cool, but it's like... Yeah, I mean, whatever. Whatever. No one uses me fighters. Just give me Snake back. I had fun with Snake. He was funny. <laughs> he was a funny character. I just don't think he fit. It was just weird. No, it mm. was weird. It was really weird. I, so we need they need to be cartoony characters. I would like for that. I mean, or like just a, car- a, a character with a real Nintendo heritage or like oh. Castlevania or, um, or a more cartoonish character. I mean, I would want some sort of, you know, like I don't want to say a homogenous feel, but something of like that feels... Like like when you use one character or the other, it's like a parallel, like from, okay. like from the same you know from the same universe, as All opposed right. to like Kirby versus Snake. I'm like, what the hell is this? I thought yeah. we were just having fun and tossing stuff out. So I was gonna say, no, I'm not gonna. These are and not. These by the way, not, that's my that's what I'm yeah. saying. Is that what it makes sense? That makes sense. It makes sense. I think it does feel like one world, and like even if they are different ass characters, like Snake and Kirby, it's still like I I never look at that and go, this is there's this doesn't mix. This is weird. I'm like, all right. I don't know. I always thought it was a little weird. I mean, I mean, Snake's weird. To me, Snake's weird because of the other thing you said about it not having a Nintendo legacy. Well, that's why I put Twin Snake Snake in. But that's just bullshit. He was an exclusive. If, if I'm just going, like, the Snake route, I'd be like, Snake, Master Chief, Gordon Freeman. If I'm going, like, the... This route? The, yeah. Make sense Paul, of it all? Collins route, maybe, like... I'm trying to think of, like, if x could toss in a character, Blinks. No. I don't want to Blinks. I was going to say... I mean, ba- <laughs> so I was going to originally say Batman... Because uh-huh. Batman Conquer. would be awesome. You'd win that to get Batman Conquer. in there. Conquer. But then uh, now I would say legi- a legitimate thing based on this criteria would be Shovel Knight. Yeah, Somebody Shovel Knight. And I do that. I would fit and look great in that. And one. I think I, I have a, I have a feeling Shovel Knight's gonna get in this game, um, which would be awesome. And that is a great. Where do you feel? A great example. Right in my balls. Okay. And I feel it deep in my <laughs> balls, deep in my loins. Um, no, I just I feel like you just have to kind of the the aesthetic of the game matters. I've, I I like that Snake was in Brawl, but I was weird. It was fucking weird. I was like, this yeah. is this doesn't make any sense. Metal Gear does have a Nintendo first pedigree in the sense that Metal Gear was it was an MSX game first, but then it was on NES, and and that that made sense. But you know, the the bigger thing was that when Nintendo clarified like any game character, I was like, this is exciting because it, it got my mind going. Of like, are the are there are the other first parties smart enough to go to Nintendo and be like, you can use any of our characters? Because if, if like that would be brilliant. Take all the assets from PlayStation yeah. All Stars. But like if Sony, if Sony or just wa- don't and actually go get Crash. <laughs> but if Sony was like, you know, if so, it would be really smart for Sony to be like, go and use any of our characters. Like anyone you want, if yeah. you want to use, like it doesn't make sense. Like again, Drake doesn't make sense. There, God, Sackboy. like yeah, but like use Sackboy. That would make he would fit perfectly. That's great. Or Spike. Mm-hmm. And but like he's not relevant. Sackboy mm-hmm. would be like you know, and and that would be brilliant. And I was wondering, it's the same kind of question we had. I had it with Minecraft when Microsoft bought Mojang, which was is Mi- is Microsoft going to be smart enough to publish this on all the platforms? Mm. And at the same time, you have to wonder is is are is Nintendo and Microsoft smart enough to be like, or is uh, Sony and uh, Microsoft smart enough to go to Nintendo and be like you know, our arsenal of characters is is open for you to use in your in your excellent 
fighting game that is very popular and will do nothing but engender goodwill mm-hmm. amongst your audience if we let you do that. Um, but the lawyers will probably freak out. But that's what I got really excited about because I assumed too it would be like, oh, you have to use a, a game from that played on Nintendo hardware or something like that. But when they said no. I'll like, believe it when I awesome. see it, though. I feel like they're just saying that because that just sounds like such a bullshit statement. Like, there's no way that they're going to do that. Like a hype statement, yeah. Right? Like, there's like, it's that unlikely. to me is just further proof that no one's even looking at the results. <laughs> I was going to say, when you compare what you're actually getting in the ballot box, yeah. Yeah, because I unlikely. mean, like, I put Colin in as my, as my thing. You could literally write whoever what if that you happens? want. And it's just, huh? What if that happens? That'd be what amazing. Colin? I don't yeah, fit that'd in there be good. either. The, yeah. it, Too uninspired. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, un, it's unlikely that, um, that they would do it, but I think it's more likely than ever. Considering the um, the way the platform holders kind of talk to each other and deal with each other, now we were talking about on Colin and Greg live today about how um, you know uh, Phil Spencer tweeted congratulations to Sony and to mm-hmm. from and the Shuhei and everyone when Bloodborne passed a million copies. It just seems like there there there's not too much salt between these guys anymore like mm-hmm. there used to be, and uh, you know so if you can get you know a character like. Um, Jack and Daxter or something in there like that makes sense and that's cool to do I don't think anyone Microsoft has would actually make any sense at all in there but mm-hmm. and there are only a few characters that Sony has well, that would make sense when you said Microsoft oh I guess Minecraft and, and, and Rare the, oh yeah the Minecraft oh, yeah. thing that'd be really interesting I don't know how the hell it would play or whatever but I'm sure they could figure that out that'd be interesting and then yeah. people would be like why isn't this on Wii U yeah yeah, yeah. Well, too okay. late now yeah I feel like there's a lot of characters that and just X-Tester make sense coming. like uh, Bomberman Bomberman would be Bomberman cool. Simon Belmont um Rayman was a rumored leak for a while, and it's like he doesn't really have the history. But then when you look at like the Wii U, I guess with like Legacy and um, Origins, Origins and and which Legends and Origins, yeah, or not Legacy, yeah. Um, I guess he has something there, and he can fit in the franchise. Like he fits in the world for sure. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure, sure. You know, so that'd be cool. I don't know who else I would want. I do want Colin in a cloak though. If he's in, he needs to be in. Yeah, a give cloak. me a big sword and Blue a cloak hair. and make me boring and yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> and I'll fit right in there with the other Fire Emblem characters. Uh, I was thinking there there were some other guys too. Like uh, fuck, what was I? I was thinking about this not too long ago. Oh, we were talking about Toad. Like that was uh, or uh, not Toad Wart um, from Mario too. Like that would, be, uh, that would be awesome. You know, to have like a guy like Wart in there. Um, there's Birdo. just Birdo would be funny or any like Mauser or any of the like fry guy like there, there's just like certain random ass characters they can put in there they have to it's cool that they want to open it up it makes them look very democratic I think that they would be wise to just go back into their archives and see like what what they're missing because they're missing a lot um, I was thinking about Microsoft too I mean everything with rare associated with rare so conquer would make sense of battle toads would make banjo. sense too. Uh, banjo would make sense so I don't know they they have such a wealth to, of things to choose from and I think a lot of third parties especially would fall over themselves to be in that game yeah. um, it didn't sell extraordinarily well but it's very popular and nonetheless when people play it um, and talk about it and it's kind of part of the zeitgeist and it's going to be for years so to get your character in there is uh, a huge uh, a huge move forward and you can you can find characters that don't necessarily make sense that they figure out anyway like I'm not a huge fan of Pac-Man in the game and Pac- like what I found on Pac-Man was going to be in the game I'm like what the fuck does that even mean and and they just they figured it out yeah so you could find these older arcade style characters and get them in there it would be cool for instance to have like Jumpman in there mm-hmm. you know and he's basically Mario but he's not and like to give him some a different kind of moveset like really go back and go go you know uh, go deeper you know, and a little more Computer. obscure. They did that with yeah. Rob, and they did that with uh, Game, Rob, just, Game oh. and Watch. So it's like they could, they could, they could do more. Yeah, and there's like 700 other Pokemon. So that's yeah. another thing that you brought up. Is like, why are some of these fucking Pokemon in this game? Greninja or whatever the hell his name is. Really? You might as well put like Magnetite in the fucking game and just get it. Over. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just put Magnetite in there and Snorlax. I don't think Magnetite's a Pokemon. 
It's Snorlax not in anymore even as an item? Magnetite's a Pokemon. Ma- Magnemite. Is it Magnetite? It's Magnemite the- and Magneton. Oh, Magneton. I was thinking Magnetite was like the one with the, the one magnet and the, the three. Magne- Magnemite had two. Two thingies. And then Magneton had three hats. That's all three, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever, I don't care. Put those guys in there. Yeah, they should. That'd be... <laughs> I want to vote for for Magnemite. Now there would like there would be there would be one funny just Dreamcast. 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 Yeah. There would be yeah. Taxi Driver. Shenmue. <laughs> Magikarp would be funny to put in there. Yeah, as like a, a joke character, kind of like, like Dan in Street Fighter, mm-hmm. where you could actually use him effectively if you wanted to, but it's still like funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know. All I know is that that Smash Brothers game is excellent, and uh, I'm so glad that they they did it. Um, I'm sorry that it's stranded on that hardware. Because a lot of people aren't going to play it. Can you imagine how well that game would sell if it was on everything? NX. Yeah, on NX, yeah. yeah. But I'm, it's not even like an anti Nintendo thing. It's just like I'm really sorry that it's stranded on that hardware. Mm-hmm. You know, this great game. Because um, I love playing it, and you have to buy like GameCube controllers and all. It's just an expensive game to play. Very. Yeah. When we were in Toronto, we were playing on Wii nunchucks. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, like who, I can't play it like this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You know, so. GameCube controllers are cheap now, though. On Amazon for the yeah. first time ever, they're like twenty five dollars. Oh, can't believe it, because they were like skyrocketed for a while. So for seventy five bucks, mm-hmm. you too can play with your friends. Yeah, it's fucking worth it. All right, guys. Topic number three comes from Patreon. This is from Michael Taylor. Where's the, the segue there? Whenever you need like something epic, that's what you play. All right, Patreon made him think of PA words, words that start with PA, which were on the park. Got it. On the Jurassic Park. I think yeah. that's how it happened. Mm. I'm thinking of Park mm. City, Utah. <clears throat> oh, it's a nice place. I've been there. What the fuck is Where is Park City? Olympics, yo. Hmm. Park Fun. City is, isn't it where, it's where Sundance is, right? It wasn't there the Olympics there that one time? Or is that where you went? Is somebody is that where Damon and Nate went to see the I saw a Skyrim White there. game? Oh, okay. You're talking about Rack Give City? Me a map, Kevin. No, Rack City. What's Rack City? It's a rap song. All right. Rack hey, Greg, Colin, and Tim. Wayne's I'm going to add Alfredo. I'm assuming he's going to talk to you, too. Yeah. We as gamers have a great admiration for stories and games. I've often wondered, though, if our metrics might be a little skewed. When you consider the relative differences caused by player agency to things like pacing, can we really judge the stories of games in the same way we do those of, say, movies? We get to take part in the story of a game and through our actions possibly change them. What are some of the unique challenges faced by gaming when it com- comes to storytelling? And what are some games? And what are some ways games have or could overcome them? Thanks for everything, Michael Taylor. Thank you, Michael Taylor. For your support on Patreon.com yes. slash Kind of Funny Games. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Michael Taylor. Jurassic Park. Do, 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 do. Park City, Utah now. <laughs> rack City leads to Wayne's World because he had a gun rack without a gun That's there. true. Park City, bitch. Park, Park City, bitch. Um, yeah, judging stories the way we judge movies, yeah, there's an inherent problem there. Mm. The fact that, yeah, games aren't movies, movies aren't games, but we always try to connect the two. Which is not the best idea to do, mm-hmm. but yeah, I understand what he's saying, right? If a, if a movie has a slow start, you are still you're still like, well, I've invested thirty minutes, I'll see this movie out, and then oh, it gets so good at the end. There's a payoff at the end, and people always try to apply that to games and reviewing games, right? Of like, the game sucked for fourteen hours. Yeah, but did you finish it? Did it get better? And like, that doesn't count. That's not the same. That's not the same time, you know, trade off there. If the first thirty minutes of a game suck and I stop playing it, then yeah, I'm out. 40 th- you know three hours or whatever 43 hours yeah yeah approximately approximately for every mm-hmm. game i play mm-hmm. i'm rubbing fredo's leg with my leg by the way mm-hmm. so yeah it's not it's not apples to apples right it is apples and oranges yeah how we overcome that i don't know i think as consumers you have to be more invested in what you're buying and stick it through right if you're i think it get, when it gets to the point of like well i was talking about the last of us right and the fact that uh you know there was there was a, a gamble there 
for Sony and for Naughty Dog, right? Of uh, Uncharted three finishes, and now we're gonna put out Last of Us, and hopefully the audience and the consumer is smart enough that th- that by putting a sticker on the box that says from the creators of Last of Us, you understand what that means. Or, I'm sorry, from the creators of Uncharted, you know what that means, right? It is a new IP. It is a new thing. It is them going off in a different direction that's you know foreign you look at activision you look at a lot of the other big companies right they want sequels they want proven concepts that get out annualized every year get more and more money and so for you to go off and do this you have to get it to a point where the consumer understands or listens to word of mouth or review sites or youtube or whatever that this game is good because or this there is a lineage here with these developers because and there's a reason there and that's how you connect it all Mm -hmm. i think what do you think fredo I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, kind of feel like you can't judge it the same way you judge movies. Um, the game sucks early on. It just it just sucks. Um, <laughs> it does. I mean, there's not too many games that I play where I'm just like, all right, well, the mechanics do get better. Like, if, No, that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah you know the mechanics yeah, pretty early on, right? terrible, then it's terrible. Um, I don't know, playing... I played through all of Uncharted recently and, all, and, and The Last of Us, and I thought they were great games. I thought they were amazing games. So, I don't know. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still gathering thoughts on this topic, to be honest. He's collecting data. Okay. Yeah. Colin? I think the reason we compare uh, movies to games so much is because gamers are desperate for games to be taken seriously. Right. And, and I think that games are very young still. Um, we're, like, just getting out of, as, as many people have noticed, you know, noted in the past, like, we're out of our, like, silent picture era now. So like where we are right now is is still pretty young and pretty primitive. I think that there is some parallel nature between story and movies and games uh, because they're told with the same conduits of protagonists and antagonists and 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 plot and all this kind of thing. The the, the way games have or where games have the advantage, I think, is in pacing. Um, because pacing doesn't necessarily have to be fast or slow. Pacing can be very environmental. You brought up The Last of Us, which is a great example. If you played The Last of Us just beat to beat, it would be four or five hours long. But the fact of the matter is it gives you these huge places, uh, like Billstown, for instance, where like you can just explore it and let the environment tell you a story. And people that watch movies do not have that. Like, Think about The Breakfast Club, like one of the great, I think, storytelling movies of, you know, of the last 40 years or something, a movie I hold very dear to my heart. We get the story through these kids' experience in a library during detention and their interactions with each other and the interaction with the principal and kind of just like this teen angst kind of shit going on. But we would be able to learn a lot about them if we were given 15 hours by just walking around the school and being able to go into their lockers and read their notebooks and talk to their parents and do all this kind of stuff. But when you see a movie, you have to have a tight experience and you can't do that. Games let you have an experience that's not tight. That's why something like The Witcher is so exciting because it's going to be two or 300 hours long. And you're going to not get literal story for two or three hundred hours, just like you don't fall out three and just like you don't Skyrim. That's the beauty of a video game. So I think people are being too literal when they talk about story in games. And I don't think it's as pigeonholed as it is in movies. I think that there's a lot of freedom because you can do whatever you want to tell the story. So whether you're playing a game like uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, which is very emotional, doesn't really talk to you. Um, as we experienced in our Let's Play on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, or whether you're playing a game like The Last of Us that is very protagonist-driven, and there really is no antagonist in the game, and, you know, unless you want to talk about just everyone else is the antagonist, mm-hmm. maybe, or the world. The world. Um, it's about those characters, but you still, when Ellie's going through the record store and, like, talking about music, or she finds the broken arcade machine and starts playing it, or you learn about her and there would only be a finite amount of those moments in a three hour movie or two and a half hour movie that would let you do that. So 
<clears throat> I don't think games are hamstrung at all. Mm-hmm. I think games are in a great place for storytelling. The The ability of a game to tell a story is going to be heightened as time goes on, as people explore and find new things. And it's, it doesn't necessarily have to be about player agency. Yeah, Player agency is overrated, and I think that player agency is actually overdone. We what does that for, mean? Player agency is choice. And, you know, in a very literal way, it's just the choice. And series that do that really well are exciting. We know Fallout 4 will do that, you know, we know, because that's just what it does. We know that Mass Effect 4 is going to do that, and we are excited about those games, but they, it's not necessary. Right. You know, Last of Us doesn't make you let you make any fucking choice at all, including at the very end of the game, when you want to, because it's the fucking story. It's telling you a story. That's the thing. When you see creators and developers owning that part of it, right, Where like, and that's what I always talked about when we talked about Last of Us, no spoilers, but when you get to the end, I expected there to be a prompt, and there wasn't, and it ended, and that was the story, and I remember texting Neil and being like, oh my, what the hell, and, and it, it, that was the story they wanted to tell, right? And what's exciting when you talk about it, and especially when you talk about how young we are, right, is what you're seeing now in the indie market with these games that are coming out where people are telling you stories and doing these different things, whether it be Gone Home, whether it be Coming Out Simulator, whether it be something that's not about being gay. There's plenty of games that are... (laughs) Those are the ones that are just to my mind in terms of games doing something different and telling you a story, right? There are all these different things there. So now you think about the kids who are growing up right now coming of age playing those games and thinking about being a game developer and what are they going to make right it's the same way of like how do we change everything you just have to age it out you know what I mean you have to the video game violence argument ages out when everybody who grew up playing games is now an old person in congress you don't have to worry about it anymore same mm-hmm. thing with stories now as the people who are growing up you know the people who made Last of Us, the people who made all these other amazing you know, Fallout or whatever, grew up, you know, playing Mario. You know what I mean? These were their games that meant something to them, and they keep evolving, they keep changing. So now mm-hmm. the people who are playing Last of Us. What does that mean for what they're going to make when they get here? And how mm-hmm. they think about stories and how they think about games. Well, it's so interesting to think even just about stories, like stories in movies versus stories in games. And like with movies, movies are stories, right? Like yeah. you can't really have a movie without a story. I mean, I can't really think of an example. You can have Fast games and Furious. With- I hate you so much. Um, I can't even think of an example of a movie that doesn't have a story, but there's a bunch of games that don't have stories or have stories that don't matter because it's about the gameplay. I can't think of anything about a movie that you can say, oh, it's not about the story. It's about it's the about effects. The explosions. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I guess there is some of the Transformers. Transformers. Well, I mean, no, that, that's true. That's, that, that is true. But like, even No, but then, people use that as an excuse of like, well, the story doesn't matter, but the story does get you from A to B. You have to have a fucking protagonist. Yeah, like you need to have a story, whereas that's I feel in games you don't need to have a story. Sure. So it's, I don't think we could ever compare video games and movies together. But I do think that there are more – the games like Uncharted and Last of Us and uh, Gone Home and all those games, you can compare those to movies because they are about plot and their plot matters a lot. Yeah. And what's interesting there is like you think about the story and you were talking about Last of Us giving you this ability to like learn and like Gone Home is another one where you're like there's not so much a narrative. Then you go to narrative versus story. And then, like, what's the difference there between the narrative being the actual plot points of this happened, then this happened, then this happened. Sure. Story being more, here's all the d- different things that create this experience. And I don't know if, like, movies can do the, the same thing that games do in that sense. Like, sure. can movies have that level? Like, what's an example of a movie that has that story element to it, not just narrative and plot? I don't know. I think people would look at something like The Shining or something maybe as something that has like all this deep hidden meaning if you found it. And there's a documentary about it. It's kind of mm-hmm. fucking crazy, actually. But, yeah, the documentary is totally fucking <clears throat> whack. But, you know, <laughs> but this is the fucking exciting thing about games and how young they are and where they're going. Movies are always going to be movies. That's not to disparage them. It's just to say, like, you are going to sit in a fucking chair and you're going to watch it. And that's it. That is all a movie is ever going to be. 
you know, ever. But when you play a game, it's going to be about way more than that. It's going to be about your interaction with it. And when you interact with something, there's various, if not infinite, permutations of the way you deal with it. You know, a game like um, Castlevania 2 is a great example. Like, it's a game that a lot of maybe our younger viewers haven't played or, or even really heard of, but Simon's Quest is Castlevania 2. That's an NES game. And, and what's so cool about it is that it's a nonlinear game, and it's about... it's. Its story is about finding Dracula's body parts to put him back together to kill him again, but like you don't, and, and that's yeah. because and that's because Dracula, like when was when when Simon Belmont killed Dracula at the end of Castlevania, he was given a curse. The only way to get rid of the curse is to uh, revive him and hit him with a stake or whatever, and 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 so like he has to put them all back together and then kill him again. That's the story, and you can go through it really quick and find the five body parts in five different mansions, go to the old castle, revive them, and fucking kill them. That's fine. But the game is scary. It has a day-night cycle, and, and it's nonlinear, and there are secrets all over the fucking place. It's, like, really obtuse. Um, and the game, I was talking to someone recently, I'm like, it's one of the scariest games I've ever played in my life. And, and, and it's actually unsettling because of the music and the day-night cycle and the fact that no one really talks to you, and it's just, it's just weird. But you'll never have a movie like that. You never have a TV show like that because because you're not interacting with it like that. You might be able to pause it frame by frame, and be like you didn't really enjoy the background or, or or listen to the music or you missed something. But there's a one dimensional kind of aspect to movies that, again, it's not meant to insult movies. It's just to say that like games are next level. Games in 50 years are going to be telling extraordinary stories and doing extraordinary things. At the same time, we shouldn't disparage the way things do the way things are done more conventionally. We were reading a story on Colin and Greg live today about. One of the guys that made Ori in the Blind Forest making fun of World War II games and saying that like they do he wants to make something more like Schindler's List as opposed to like these kind of bro shooter World War II games. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of bullshit because like there is a room for a game like that. And I'm excited about that. We were talking about Valiant Hearts, which is awesome, a World yeah. War One game, a great war game. And there's nothing wrong with storming Normandy in 1944 because it's fucking fun. You know what I mean? And like how else are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. Like, you being the fucking dude who's storming Normandy and fucking killing the Nazis, that's fun. So, like, there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. I think sometimes we get a little pretentious the way we talk about the story. That's the fucking big problem. There's a story to be told in a first-person shooter, and it's totally fine. I enjoyed Advanced Warfare mm-hmm. and its story. I thought it was really interesting and, and silly, but it doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah. So, when we talk about story, when we talk about player agency, which was, like, the obsession, and you saw it kind of roll out over a few years, and now it's gone again. Like, that's fine, but let's not get too pretentious about the way we talk about stories either, because there's going to be room for saving the princess stories in Mario, and there's going to be room mm-hmm. for storming you know, the beaches in Normandy, and there's going to be room for exploring a house and, and figuring out that you're, you know, playing as a, you know, you know or f- learning about a, a gay girl or whatever, as we did not gone home. There's, there's room for all of that. Mm-hmm. The thing don't you, tweet, and don't, don't put spoilers in the comments. I've been beating the gone home drum forever. Get off your ass and play it. Oh, whatever. If you have, first of all, it's two hours. You haven't played it yet. So you kinda, yeah, it's kind of on you. But you should. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but that that's kind of the thing is that we just have to make room for everything. The thing is, is that Uncharted and The Last of Us, which you, you, you brought up three examples of things you can compare to movies. You said Uncharted, I think, obviously. And then The Last of Us, I think, again, obviously, we're going to get a movie. Gone Home can never be a game. Or it can never be a movie, rather. It's always going to be a game. Because that's all about environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm. And your own pace. You don't even have to fucking do anything in that game, really. You just have to find very certain things. You can just hit all the checkboxes in the game. and You could and stumble to the final room. <clears throat> and you find the thing that says, go to there, and you go there, and it's over. You can beat the game in like five minutes. And that's uniquely game. Yeah. You know I mean? And that's, that's, that's exciting, you know? The thing is, is that there's no game in my mind that doesn't have some sort of story, even if there's not a story in it. Yeah. Um, Resogun has a story. Like, it's just... And and some games are made more exciting by it, you reading into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
um, we were talking about Mario Two and, and the Smash in the Smash Brothers topic, and like, there's a story there to be told about a dream and a dream world and all this kind of thing. If you want to explore it and think about it, there's a story in you know, there's a story in Pac Man if you really wanted to think about it. He finds it love. might be a drug dream, but it's like he's chasing the ghost of his past. So yeah. I don't know. I, I stories stories in every storytelling is in every game, but it's the you know, st- to me, games are most like books, mm-hmm. not movies. And I think we should start maybe talking about the more in literary terms as opposed to cinematic terms. Because they're never going to be movies. And movies are never going to be games. But when you read a good book, you're seeing what you want to see. You're doing it kind of in sequence, but you're you're kind of learning as you go. Sometimes things are lost in you the first time you read it, and then it comes up again later in the book, and you didn't realize it at that time. I don't know. I, I, I don't think we talk about them in, in, in literary terms enough. I think that's really powerful. See, I think that's interesting, but I think that goes back to what I was saying about just that's really for the the plot heavy games because I feel like so many of the other games like they're 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 more relatable to movies than books because so much of it is based on camera angles and um, voice acting and all that stuff. Like that that is kind of what creates the experience of the game. Like that is what the game. If you're reviewing the game, you're going to be reviewing those things about it. Like that's how important they are. Whereas with the book, you wouldn't be reviewing those things because there's not voice acting. You know what I mean? Sure. What? I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Like All a right. Satisfied grin. <laughs> Anyone else have anything else to add on this? I just think movies in general just give you a variety of things that you can experience that movies can't. Right. So you mean games? Yeah. yeah. Wait, the movies show you things games can't. Yeah. Sorry. Movies show you things games can't, or games show you things movies can't. Games show you things. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, and there's just there's a variety, right? You, you have your your games like Counter Strike, which is a game you'll play endlessly, but there's really no story there. Or you'll have ones like uh, Destiny, where it's a failed story, mm-hmm. but you know you you kind of split your audience there. Some people still play it, some people still don't. And then you have games like the the Telltale Walking Dead games, where like and you know if you're watching the show, it's like oh my goodness, all these hard choices are being made. But then you, when you're actually playing, it's like I have to make this choice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can make this choice, but I have to make you know I have to decide. So. Timer's counting down. Got to say something. Exactly. Yeah. Games are so interesting because they they make you the character, and you do need to make those yeah. decisions and stuff. In a lot of ways, like even if you're role playing as this character, like when things happen, you see it as it happening to you. I think Pokemon's right. a great example of this, where it's like the plot of Pokemon is pretty thin, like overall. There's and monsters it, in the grass. Your kid them. go be the very best, whatever. But it's like. Because of all the NPCs around and talking to everybody, you can get this like there's like a there's so many layers, and you start thinking about like the world and like they created the world in such a insane way where everything revolves around these little monsters and like there's backstories to so many of them and like the whole YouTube subplot and like they tried to create a new one and like um, they failed by cloning trying to clone Mew and what happened there's this like abandoned um, burned down uh, science building. What's a science building called? Laboratory. Laboratory. There you go. <laughs> There's like this burned down laboratory and stuff. And you're like kind of going around exploring it and finding all these like like ancient tracks of like what was the Mew experiments. It's like that's super cool. And then yeah. to then play Gold and Silver and it's like you're this whole – on a whole new world. You're a whole new kid or whatever. And then at the end of it to face Red who was the protagonist from the first one. In a lot of ways, it's like it's this weird moment of like I'm facing myself right. from the last game. And it's just like oh my god. Like this is insane. 
That's games. Yeah. Tr- those. That's the true power of games. Is putting you in somebody else's experience, and that's what I think. Where Colin's talking about books too. Books do a great job of that. If you read somebody's story and you're, they're telling it to you, but they're telling it in your head, so you're in that section, and that's why your heart will beat real fast. And all that. And movies can give you that experience, but like it's more like, oh man, I love this character. I hope nothing bad happens to him. It's not the same as I don't want anything bad to happen to me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like when you're in a game and you you're down to your last three bullets and you know there's all these enemies over there's that when you're in gone home and you're I'm running house to house just trying to figure out what is going on and not not because I'm worried about this person can I help this person are they in trouble kind yeah. of thing there's that and then like you know the multitude of other games you get to walk a mile in somebody else's shoes and that's why it's so powerful yeah. or you have games like like Arma where people just kind of have this open world and they, they right. create their own little stories right. right people go in there like oh I'm gonna role play as a cop or I'm gonna role play as a drug lord and yeah that's interesting randomly interact with yeah. these people right or just like you go in there if you guys are cops you're just like alright well there's a cocaine field there's there's this torn up town, like, where am I going to go? Like, right. we're just going to run into someone and who knows what's going to happen, right? Yeah, that's like role playing in a completely different sense where it's like you are creating you, your character. Yeah, yes, I you mean, that's the thing character. where you're talking about games that don't have stories or whatever. You make your own when you play. When you play Minecraft, right? Like, when people play Minecraft together, they are making their own stories of this village that they did. And then this time the creeper came in and exploded this or da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest example of that is actually Eve Online. And we could, ah. we, and we could, mm-hmm. we could dedicate a whole show to Eve Online and like how fucking crazy it is. But, like, there are no rules in that game. So, like, there are rules in terms of the confines of how you deal with your ship and all that kind of stuff. But, like, nothing is off limits. So, like, people rip each other off in that game and, like, the real world. And, like, all like all sorts of, like, crazy shit happens in that game because, the, because you know, CCP from Iceland. Uh, Did you see them when you were there? No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, one of the biggest employers in Iceland, which is, which is funny. Um, their whole thing is, like, this is the world. And there are people that are like bankers that like actually take other people's money and like you trust that they're going to give it back to you for instance but there's nothing compelling them to do that you know like there's like there's like all sorts of cool stuff in that like where they're like they don't, they don't want to fight they want to be the banker they want to make ships or trade sure. and stuff like that's awesome you know like yeah. you can't do that in a movie yeah. yeah Arma has people that are just medics you just call and just drive around and revive you <laughs> that's fucking awesome <laughs> yeah that's, we gotta do some less plays on that alright guys final topic once again, we look to the audience. We tweet out every day that we record this. We're like, guys, what do you want us to talk about? And then you let us know, just like Arcade Lion did. And he asks, what game series need to end? I look to you, Colin. God of War. Ratchet and Clank. Said. Ratchet no. and Clank. Yes. No. It's time for Ratchet and Clank to go away. Mm-mm. They've overstayed their welcome. Now they don't matter anymore. Thank you very much. Goodbye. I want them to come back. <laughs> and they are. They- so. You want them to come back. Mm-hmm. They never left, Tim. No, okay, you can't I miss that. something that never that. left. I, I think, but they're a perfect example of I want, of I wish that they, they left a long time ago and then we're coming back now. But they, I don't want it, the series to end. They for, all, they all, for all intents and purposes, they did leave. You know, After a crack in time, there yeah, was not a exactly. real Ratchet game since then. All the other ones were just like, nobody cared. Doesn't Nobody matter. They cared. kept coming. I don't even think Ratchet or Clank cared. About no, they didn't that. care. They did no. not care about all for one. Mm-mm. They were they were smoking cigarettes. Yeah. they weren't even keeping up the facade when they played. Like, oh, things are coming. Mm. I I I mean, what comes to my mind is Call of Duty, not because I don't like those games, but because I would love to see what they like the hype they could build sure. and and the, the heights they could achieve if they just fucking stopped. Go the Grand Theft Auto model. Yeah, exactly. It's not to say that like they're they're all you know. Infinity Ward and Raven and all these guys are working on the game. It's not to say that like the same studio is making these games. Sledgehammer's game will not be the new Call of Duty for three years. Mm-hmm. But what is the power of Call of Duty? And um, could they learn something by the way Rockstar treats Grand Theft Auto, for instance, which is with a lot of respect, or the way Bethesda treats Fallout or 
uh, the Elder Scrolls, which is with a lot of respect. Um, there are games like that that I wish that people would just, or series like that where I'm like, I wish they would just back off because you're kind of like, I defend Call of Duty all the time because I think they're fun. Um, but it's like you're doing damage to these franchises, even if you're making money on them by just not leaving them alone. And look at what you could do. Look at how much money Rockstar made and how much profit they made by just not regurgitating Grand Theft Auto. They can make a Grand Theft Auto game every fucking year. They can pay anyone. There's studios that would be desperate to make a fucking Grand Theft Auto game. And they kind of did it during the PS2 era. But they didn't reach their true financial heights until 4. And that was because people had been waiting for so long. Mm-hmm. And then again, even more now with 5. So They were hungry. They were hungry. No one's hungry for fucking Call of Duty. Like you might be, you might be anxious to play. You might want yeah. to play the new one. But no one's, no one's hungry no. for Call of Duty because they won't make you hungry for See, it. See, what's interesting to me about this question there. is that, you know, we kind of take it as I think all of us instinctually take it as like, oh, what series do we want to end now so they can come back later? Yeah. But like, what if we? It was just to end. No more in the future. Because like, yeah, I would love Pokemon to end now and then finally come back in like five years mm-hmm. as like. An I mean, MMO, rebooted. This an feels, MMORPG. Something new. And so feel I can't fresh. believe they haven't done that yet. Oh, I know, right? But what series do we just want to end? And now, I feel like that's unfair to say to a bunch of shit. Because like I feel like then we can just throw a bunch of stuff out there that we're never going to play. To make it a little more interesting, what's a game that we would have one more game of and then end it? So they get at least one more chance to like wrap things up. Uncharted. You're going to get all, that. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, it looks like Uncharted 4 is that, or at least Nathan's story. But does that mean then there is somebody new, or we're doing something different, or, you know, there's going to be prequels, or I don't know what the hell's going to happen. But, like, I would like to see them give an end to that and be done with it. It's hmm. good. I would like for them to be done with Final Fantasy. I was about to say Final Fantasy. How interesting would it be if Final <laughs> Fantasy 15 was the Final Fantasy? That would be depressing, because I wouldn't want it to end... Uh, looking like that, even if the game, even <laughs> even if the game is great, and I, I don't know, I, I I we talked about the the demo, and mm-hmm. I, there were some positives and some negatives, and I'm open minded. I have no expectations. Um, I don't want it to end like that. Okay, what about sixteen then? Not yeah, knowing what sixteen is, but sixteen, if it was a fantasy, high fantasy, fucking class based, wide open, beautiful game, hell yeah, that would be an awesome. Like end it the way it started, you know, almost make a Final Fantasy game like the original one that was not so dependent on story that had a kind of a shallow story that was all about character uh, customization and um, exploration and battling monsters just make it something simple and make it so it's a loop so it, it, the last one goes back to the first one but you know that's a cash copy that's unrealistic but it would be cool for them to do that yeah I kind of feel like Halo should end soon to be honest uh, the, the story like we've we've had Master Chief he was the only one you know he's protected the earth so many times now there's other Spartans. Now there's Spartans fighting Spartans. Kind of feel like his story should kind of come to an end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, besides story, just like gameplay wise, would you be okay never having another Halo? Uh, <laughs> three four three can ever, make another game, or Bungie did make another game. Ever? I mean, yeah. I mean, they could make another game. Right? They could. They, they... Well, think about how obsessed you are with Destiny. Yeah, and that was because Bungie walked away from Halo. You know, yep. like so. It's not like they're not going to make. It's not that they're not capable of making a great game. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they are. Say two more, wrap up Master Chief's story, right, and then or finish it off this trilogy, and then yeah, make another. <laughs> finish the yeah. fight again. Finish, yeah, finish the finish fight. Finish the again. fight for final times. Yeah, now. I get yeah. that. But I'm on this weird thing. Where I'm just like, I want more stories to continue because I just played The Last of Us. I just ran through all the Uncharted, so I'm just like, I want more mm. of of these franchises. So the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I'm surprised Greg didn't say The Last of Us. Yeah. Is, is, is it a franchise yet at this point, do you think? Can we count it? That's comic I mean, I do. I would like it not to go. I would like them to leave that alone. 
then not. again, I trust them. Whatever Neil wants to do. I would, Metal Gear. Stop just, doing making Metal Gears. Mm. Just recently playing The Last of Us, I feel like it'd be cool if they just started a new storyline. Different characters. Different people? Yeah. What are they doing? Just surviving? I mean, maybe the other side of... I don't know. I don't want to get into spoilers, but like the whole infection stuff. You know? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Ellie and Joel's story was really well told. Yeah. Yeah. I want more Metal Gear. You want more? Yes. After five? I want more Snake. Well, here, what, what if He's it's so all, what if it's all true, though, and Kojima's gone? Hideo Kojima is gone. You want more Metal Gear from Konami? Under you no circumstance do you want it. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. going to get it. <laughs> they got nothing else. You're going to get it. All right. Space Time Dave wants to know, can Destiny's DLC be a success without a raid? Have they cheated the season pass holders? Mm. We were cheated? Well, someone did tweet at me. Uh, a picture of House of Wolves and it says brand new raid um, so and that was like back in the that day that was like their marketing materials yeah. okay. so back in the day so yeah that makes me feel cheated um, I love the raid there's just so many feelings with this I, I love the raid honestly I don't initially my thoughts are uh, the dark the dark below it was a very expensive DLC do I feel like it was the only reason you can maybe justify that that DLC was because of the raid. Now there's no raid in this one. I kind of feel cheated out of that, like 100. percent But I have to reserve my judgment in a way because, like, they could turn everything around with the whole arena thing, right? Like, they could have the dynamics that they had in the raid implemented into the the arena, and like, who doesn't want? I said this to Greg already, but who doesn't want, like a horde? mode style game type and i mean even for me it's harder to get people to be like to get six people together and be like hey you want to run this this raid this game in destiny which like a lot of my friends are just don't care about destiny anymore right it's the arena's three players it's easier to get people together right you could you could have that reward system um and but a lot of people are mad because when you really look at destiny a lot of the i feel like a lot of the reasons why it kept going and it is still somewhat popular now it's really falling off was because of the raids right mm-hmm. it was this big huge thing where it's like oh check this out like here's this here's this thing that we implemented into an fps game that isn't really it's, it's kind of brand new right um but people will get it though destiny people are craving new content oh yeah i don't think it'll i don't think it's like a, i think they'll be fine because the question was right is it a, a huge holdup what was the exact wording of the question is that what it's, not what, the part could of it be a success yeah, it'll still be a success. It it'll could be, be a success yeah. if they do the arena right. Mm-hmm. A lot, of, I mean, but you're gonna have to get it into a lot of people's like laps, right? You got to show them, be like, look, the arena. It's like three players, and there's there's great like type things in there, and you mm-hmm. can play. Colin, we got yes. four minutes until four. Yeah, I know that you have some real life shit going on. Yeah. Are, you, are you leaving right in four minutes? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. I'm gonna look through questions that are directed at you. Playoffs. Matt BW93 asks, why won't Colin play Bayonetta or Wonderful 101? Uh, no interest really in playing them. Um, I'm not typically an arcadey. Uh, well, for Bayonetta, I should say I'm not really typically um into arcadey games. So when Bayonetta came, um, to PS3 and Xbox 360, I just didn't care. Um, th- there's some there's some uh examples of that not necessarily being true with the old Ninja Gaiden games, not the old old Ninja Gaiden games, but you know the Xbox ones. Um, but I- I'm not. I don't really have. There's not a huge appeal for third-person action 
arcade action games for me so like it's just that's not what i'm going to gravitate towards unless there's something super unique about it and i don't really feel like there is just on the outside um you know the reason i started playing a game like vanquish which is more like a third person kind of shooter it's because it was fucking cool and it looked and it looked interesting and I wanted to play it. But I can there's a I can play God of War or something like that. And I wanted to play a game like that and I fucking hate God of War. So it's like why would I like why would I <laughs> why would I play you know that particular game? So with Wonderful One Hundred One, I just didn't think the game looked interesting or good. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really just not for me. That's why I didn't play them. So I'm really excited for you to answer this one. At Eight Bit Abs asks, yeah. Would you rather Shovel Knight Two, which is an NES style sequel that's slightly different than the core one, right? Or Super Shovel Knight, which is a 16-bit sequel. Oh, I'd rather than stay with the 8-bit. But I think that I do think that their vision might be to do something more like Super Nintendo, um, and then evolve it from there. Uh, no, I think that there's. They, they think we're going to get Shovel Knight 64 at some point. Maybe. Um, I think you're going to get a Shovel Knight sequel. I think that's obvious. Uh, what what they'll do with it remains to be seen. They're a small team, and I think that they worked really hard on kind of that engine and, and getting that pixel graphic look really right and nailed it and I, I think they'd be really foolish to abandon it and I think they know that so um, I think we'll get another Shovel Knight probably in another year year and a half um, would you rather a straight sequel yeah like a Mario 3 sequel. style I, sequel or a Mario 2 style sequel Mario 3 style sequel I I, to, I mean Shovel Knight's still Mario 3 already the um, I like six some of my favorite games are six games that are basically the same because they're so fucking good and Shovel Knight is a game that's like that it's, they're easier than I don't think they're as good as Mega Man but um, you know, another eight bit Shovel Knight game with just eight new enemies and a new world to explore and fight and play and some new puzzles and stuff. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. Yeah. All right, Kevin White twenty four. This will be the last question for Colin. Racist. He wants to know: Will Colin play Metal Gear Solid five? And does he think it could rekindle his love for the series? Yeah, I'll definitely play it. I'm most excited about the open world element to it. But I, I you know, my love of the series was, has been dormant for a long time. You know, MGS and MGS two are. are Fantastic, fantastic games. They always will be, but um, I think that series should have ended a long time ago. And I, I, don't, I don't. They're kind of running it into the ground at this point. I'm, I don't even want to play it for the story. I don't even fucking even know what it's about at this point. <laughs> the, I, I want to just play it because I think it looks fun, and, and I think Kojima, if this, especially if this is a swan song, there um, be something special with this game. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna play it when it comes out, and we'll see how it goes. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. thank you. I'm so sorry. Much, I have to disappear. Bye. Go Islanders. Go Islanders. Fuck the Rangers, right? That's the thing. Capitals. Capitals is who we're... Fuck the Capitals. Fuck the Rangers. Rangers. All right, guys. Back to us. Let's look at this. What do I got for y'all? At Keith Schmidt wants to know, talk about how awesome Mortal Kombat X is. Fredo? Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) No, the fatalities are fucking brutal. It's it's sick. And I, I don't usually play fighting games, but... I don't know. Mortal Kombat is one of those things where I think it really gears itself towards people who don't play fighting games, right? Like you play. There's a spectacle to it. Yeah, exactly. The brutalities and the uh, fatalities and all that kind of stuff. Earlier, I saw a guy's balls explode. Yeah, you know, holy shit. And um, I don't know. I think I think I think Mortal Kombat X is really cool. Uh, I think it plays well. I mean, I played through the campaign yesterday. It's more a combat campaign, you know. Is Luke hanging back? Is he not dead? He's. I don't care about spoilers. Spoil oh. the fuck out of this, please. I mean, it's not. I mean, he's he's dead, but like, uh, he's Quan Chi like brings him back. Got it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's Quan Chi does. Yeah. One of my exactly. favorite things ever. I remember me and Kern back in the day rented Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. I think it was. Uh-huh. And uh, the intro cinematic starts off, and Liu Kang Liu. Just straight dies, and yeah, then just, the announcers, Liu Kang is dead. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. I mean, no, the game is just, it's just fun to play. It's a fun fighting game. Um, uh, 
yeah. I mean, when it comes to the story, though, I mean, Liu Kang, I remember, used to be like, oh, Liu Kang is such a cool character, and he did bicycle kicks and shit. But, like, he's such a basic bitch now. Like, <laughs> he's just so, compared to everyone else, like, he's just so basic. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's Ordering like. Starbucks and stuff. Yeah. So. Wearing his Ugg boots. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a fun game to watch. It's a fun game to play. Mm-hmm. And um, for people who, I know a lot of people are just like, oh, my God, like, I don't play fighting games but i want to play mortal Kombat. i mean it's fun to get into and yeah. th- you could buy easy fatalities now how do you feel about that though i a lot of people are against it but as long as it's not pay to win yeah you're not like well, buying it- easy combos that you can use in the middle of the game right. like that's just so what are you doing it's just well rather than have to go through the whole convoluted combo system yeah to, so instead of being like two buttons back down forward up up x right for the for the fatality, you just like you hold. I guess on on, on Xbox, you hold the right trigger and then press uh, one button for one fatality and another button for the second fatality. And you have to pay for this on top of the game. It's like five bucks for thir- all thirty. For you get thirty tokens that you can use. Correct me, right? Is it thirty tokens? I thought so. Yeah, I think it's token based. Oh wow! If it's token based, and yeah, I, but I mean, well now let's double check that so we yeah, understand. We'll it. Double it's token that. based, and then I, the other thing about it is that you can get them through playing. You earn the tokens while yeah. you're playing through the challenge. That you but can I definitely do. The rumor is that they dialed down the frequency of like what they're giving out after. Like reviewers played it, saw how it worked, and then they dialed back. And this is all what I heard on Total Biscuit podcast that I was on from him is that they dialed back the amount they're giving out of tokens to mm. kind of encourage you to go do it. That mm. I don't agree with. Yeah, right. But if that's take, pay to win. Yeah, that's like, you know, screw it. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you're, just, if you're taking that out of the picture, right, and it's just like, if it's like, well, dude, dude, I mean, like, I suck at button fatalities. Actually, I can get, I can do them in, in MKX, but I don't think it's not like easy combos in the middle of a match. Yeah. If the match is done, it's just you want the flashy finish. It's, yeah, exactly. But I just don't, I mean, I don't people like freak out to pay for that on top of the game. You don't have to If you can buy it with in-game just, currency, that's totally cool. Mm. But if they're bu- doing some bullshit where it's like they're making it really hard to buy with in-game currency to the point. Like going back to Pokemon when you first can buy the bike and it's like $10 million and no What's one wrong? actually is ever going to do that. It should be on the, the table out there. <laughs> Colin is <laughs> upset. He does not know where the remote is. I, I, don't I left know, all the just, remotes on the table. Where it's like the game is designed for you to – there's no way for you to have that much money to actually buy it. You have to wait until you get the free bike voucher or whatever. Yeah. Like that sounds like this shit where they're like, you could get it within game. Yeah, currency. $1 gets you five easy fatalities. $5 gets you 30 And I, I yeah. believe they're just tokens though. They're not – it's not like you're yeah, unlocking yeah, it for the yeah. rest of the thing. That that should be a con- like a constant – like yeah, it would have been a lot better if it was $5 for – all easy fatalities. Whoa, whoa, hold up. You're paying five dollars for like one time use thing. shit? Yeah. Yeah, that I agree with less. Oh hell no. Yeah. yeah. It's a one it's a token you're spending once. Like you go into a match and you spend the token before. I thought or I you guess meant like tokens or are things that you can get in game and then buy stuff with. Well I think you gotta look at it two ways, right? One, is it worth it? No. Two, is it game breaking? No. I don't That's true. I don't think like like I said, like it's not easy combo like pay to win stuff yeah like it's not pay to win it's not pay it's not to nice. win it's just yeah it's it's dirty but it's not pay to win yeah. you know same thing with evolve people freaked out with evolve dlc when it's like it's just skins yeah <laughs> <laughs> if you want your fatalities you just learn how to use the fatalities yeah like you don't have to buy this like just it's uh, not like it's not like oh third fatality is gonna be an extra two dollars that would be bullshit yeah exactly i mean uh... 
It's very dirty. This isn't like, okay. That's my whole thing. Is it's like it's not bad, but it's not okay. Yeah, it's a it's a very mm, yeah. I agree with that. All right. At DJJB85. First off, I like you. You're a cool dude. I'm sure. But why do people have Twitter names that are just like <laughs> typos? There's so many of them sometimes. I'm like, I don't even know why I'm writing this down. Because nobody thinks it through in terms of, like, they're going to have to share that or somebody's going to need to read that or whatever. It's just their yeah. stupid Twitter to follow their friends or whatever. There's or a lot of pressure behind creating a username, I okay? I yeah. I totally get that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to downplay Mizzou, your, I want to, your you pressure. Know, like they, they give 7. you, like, a, my, your initials and then random numbers after it. And then, like, I f- signed up for my first YouTube channel with that. Like, I didn't think anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, that means something to me or whatever. I never thought somebody else trying to find that. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about Deus Ex Mankind Divided? You guys Whatever. excited? Lukewarm? Mm-hmm. Indifferent? I didn't like the last Deus Ex. I yeah. tried to get into it, and I was just like, nah, this is not for me. It's one of those games that Scarpino was all about. Yeah. That's one of the A lot Nick of people games. loved it. A lot of people loved it. But for me, I jumped in there, like, the battery to do moves and stuff. I was just yep. like, no, this isn't right. And people were like, oh, it's stealthy, though. And I'm like, well, fine, but make it stealthy. Don't make me, like, feel like I'm a very fucking underpowered cyborg. Yeah. Got a fucking Duracell in the back of my head that I can't do. It's like, no, it broke it for me. I didn't want to yeah. do that. Yeah, it's like, come on, use Energizer. Yeah, come on. That's a fucking joke. Never use Energizer. <laughs> We're Duracell people here. But I did like the bunny. I'll yeah, the always bunny give awesome. the credit. Bunny was a good commercial. You didn't yeah. get a shout out in the last uh, video about commercials. Yeah, yeah should have. That game never stuck with me. Yeah. So, all right. I'll wait to see when it comes out. Uh, we got some call in questions about Star Ocean because I don't think you guys have anything to add about that. I'll save those for next week. Um, okay, let's do one more question. Let's one find, more. Let's the find final a good question. One. Find a good one. The final question. Do you think there should be a Left 4 Dead 3? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yes, there yes. should be. Are you kidding me? A next gen or current gen Left 4 Dead? Yes. Mm-hmm. A thousand yeah. times yes. And you think it'll work better than Evolve? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because zombies People, are hot. Yeah. Uh, zombies are hot. People and love that You franchise. sound like Kevin right now. Fuck you, Tim. <laughs> zombies are super hot. Everybody loves shooting zombies. And the problem with the the reason Left 4 Dead works over Evolve is that it's so easy to wrap your head around. Yep. Everybody go shoot zombies with your friends. Got it. Evolve. Everybody go hunt your friend. By the way, each one of your character classes has some very specific things we need to learn. Please sit down. We have a video we have a video tutorial Please. for you. <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna be the medic with Oh my god! I just I have I have an hour and a half to play with my friends. I don't feel like doing this. Now, there's a lot of games that work awesome like that. League, where there's strategies, and there's this, and there's that. And okay, Obviously, Team Fortress. Like, okay, I understand class-based things, and da-da-da. Class-based things, no, not every one of them blows up. Not everyone needs to be on the mainstream console that's getting everybody everything, right? Left 4 Dead worked because it was like, go so fucking simple. shoot shit with your friends. I got two Uzis. Great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Awesome. It's just, you didn't need, like... Evolve needs a group of four skilled hunters, right? Who work together like very closely, and you don't need that with Left 4 Dead. And Left 4 Dead always gave me that like the thing I always wanted, which was just to unload bullets into a horde of zombies. Right? right? You always watch zombie movies, and you're just like, I just wish I could just unload a bunch of like weapons into these zombies. And they, it was they allowed to do it, that. It, nailed, it had that intensity to it of like, there's too many zombies for us to kill everything. Yep. We need to move. We, we keep need to moving, do this. Get like, to the safe room. Oh God, he didn't shut the door. Blah, blah. Like that was always awesome stuff. Yeah. It's very simple and yeah. Well, I think it's the thing with your friends too. Like I remember before that game came out when it was first being talked about, I was like, holy shit, we get to four of us together do this and have fun all doing the zombie thing. That sounds great. And like, you don't need to have the skill levels and stuff, but it's just shocking to hear you say this because like, Alfredo, you're such a team-based, skill-based, like, you do have those friends that want to, like, each do a specific role and work as a team and do all this stuff. Like, why aren't you that way about this game? With Evolve? No, with Left 4 Dead. 
Oh, because sometimes it's just fun to just shoot shit. There's yeah. no better way to end this. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the first and last ever episode 16 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. I didn't give the rigmarole in the beginning, but I'm sure you guys know by now that you can get this show early at Kind of Funny Games Patreon over at patreon.com slash Games. Yeah, I smooth cover. It. I say it's <laughs> whatever. Not <laughs> you can get it for free over on YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games the next week. Topic by topic, Monday through Thursday. Full episode on Friday, and you can also get that audio, that sweet, that sweet, sweet, sweet audio. audio over on iTunes and a bunch of other podcast sites. And then you'll probably have issues with it, and you'll tweet at me, letting me know all your personal issues. Thank you for that. It really does help. I'm not being sarcastic. I need to know if there's holes in the system that mm. we have. Tim's got to plug them. double ups on your, your, your uploads and shit. Getting them Some double uploads. That. Are you not seeing the episodes? Let me know. And let me know. Screenshot it and let me know exactly what's wrong. Thank you. Until next week. I freaking love you. All right. Y'all ready? For this? Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs>